Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C., as always. Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C., as always, and in today's episode, the Mavericks grind out a win against the San Antonio Spurs, 104-99, and the bench squad definitely showed up to help. So, as we get into this game, first things first, let's talk about this Maverick team having one of the worst shooting performances you could ever ask for in the first quarter and still finding a way to win this game speaks volumes about this team and who they are as a team right now because let's be honest in other years in more recent years these kind of games are the ones we definitely lose ones that we shouldn't games against teams that are uh, subpar or below us just by a little bit. We always find ways to lose some of these games. And I said this before the Houston game that I was a little afraid of these kind of teams when we play them because we generally lost these type of games last season. This was another one. This was a game where the Mavericks had plenty of excuses to say why they didn't win in this game. As right off the bat, you were shorthanded because in this game, you had no... Kristaps Porzingis, no Boban, no Sterling Brown, and no Trey Burke to help back up this team a little bit. Now, the biggest part of that, of course, is KP. And I'm not going to lie, Mavs fans, I'm a little upset about KP not playing in this one myself. But then again, it is the first game of a back-to-back. And I think it has more to do with that than anything else to why Porzingis didn't play tonight. I believe if this was a playoff series, if this was a more important game, then KP probably would have played. But they're just playing a little safe right now with us playing um, again tomorrow night. Or if you're listening to this on uh, Friday, a game tonight against the Denver Nuggets uh, at on primetime at 9 o'clock on ESPN. So maybe this was just more of a rest game for KP, which you're going to expect to see that all season. I know Mavs fans are not going to be happy about that. I know people are going to uh, have a lot of um, (laughs) fun things to say on social media come Friday morning, but I think it's just rest, Mavs fans. I don't think it's anything to worry about right now. I am disappointed he didn't play, but I also understand this is a long season. We're back to 82 games here. So with that in mind, you don't want to overkill KP this early in the season with back-to-backs because not only is it a back-to-back, we also play again on Sunday afternoon on Halloween. So it's a bit of, of a time crunch when it comes to these three games being pushed all up against each other in a very short amount of time. And you just want to be as safe as you can with KP because If he is healthy, you want to make sure you keep him that way for the whole season. Uh, I'm not too concerned with KP sitting out a game against a team like the San Antonio Spurs that we should beat anyway, that we should be able to take care of without KP in there. And this one was a a bit of a nail-biter early because um, if you were watching this in the first quarter, you were really just so upset (laughs) with the Mavericks team, and I'm... Sure, social media was having an absolute field day in the first quarter as the Mavericks went down 23-3 to to start this game. 
that's not good. <laughs> that's definitely not the way you want to start a game against a lesser opponent in the San Antonio Spurs by giving them all the confidence in the world that they have the, the team that can beat you and have the ability to beat you. I mean, the Mavericks started off this game shooting 9% from the field. Uh, that's not going to win you a lot of games. But, of course, what helped this Maverick team, what kept them in it, was the bench squad. Without the help that you got from players like Jalen Brunson and Maxi Kleba in this game, the Mavericks definitely don't come back in this one. As Luka started off pretty horrible in this game, uh, he only had 7 points at halftime, but of course we know how he ended with 25 points, 3 rebounds, and 5 assists, going 11 of 19 from the field and 3 of 8 from the 3-point line. Also adding in another block in this game. While also adding in another block in this game. So, Luka definitely ended the night good. He had a great second half, especially fourth quarter when the Mavericks were trying to put this one away. He actually had a run where he made, uh, I believe it was eight shots in a row. So it was actually uh, a tough start for Luka, but ended the game looking really, really good, really comfortable and finding open guys. And if he wasn't doing that, then he was creating for himself and and just making good shots. Every time they switched that Jacob Porto guy onto him out there on the three-point line, Luka made one of his patented moves, did a step back and easily made the basket over him and, and looked really, really good. So... Early in games, we, we seem to want Luka to stay in more of the passive realm. And I guess that's just what we're going to expect to see for him, from him this season. We haven't seen very many good first quarters from Luka this year. Uh, obviously, this is only uh, the fourth game. And, of course, the Mavericks now having a record of 3-1 and one after four games. Um, while Luka has not really been aggressive in the first half of some of these games, it, it's good to see that he, he is still getting, you know, 25 plus points per game it's still amazing to see that he still can get you that while really really being passive in the first half of a lot of these games and it, it was kind of the same in this one um but i expect some of that stuff to change a little bit we look at this this maverick team and the starting lineup that we had out there i was actually a little surprised that we didn't do better in the first half and especially early in the first quarter when we went down 23 to 3 with players like Reggie Bullock in the starting lineup with Tim Hardaway Jr. and Dorian Finney-Smith, all guys who shot over 40% from the three-point line last season, you would have expected some of these shots to fall. But of course, it was not pretty early. Um, but the Mavericks found a way to stick around and stay in it. Now, before I go too far, before I get into uh, what really happened in this game, there is just one thing I have to ask all Maverick players, I know you're probably not listening to my podcast because I'm absolutely no one, but if any Maverick office personnel or Maverick player happens to come across this podcast, please answer the question, what does Dwight Powell actually do for this team? How does he really help this team do anything? In this game, it was an absolute nightmare to watch Powell out there tonight. Now he ended the game with 11 points, three rebounds and one assist in 24 minutes along with one steal. I I just cannot watch some of these games and understand what is seen by the team and the organization that makes sense in him starting for this team. 
I just don't understand it. I, I, I have to go on one of my rants that I rarely do, but I go on them every now and then, Mass fans. This is one of them. What in the world does Dwight Powell do for this team other than make goofy-looking play after play? I mean, he looks silly when he's out there. And now somehow two games in a row, we've had it where somehow he's had someone push his neck down or land on his neck or his back. It's just quite unusual where last year he seemed to get hit in the face more than any player I've ever seen in my life watching basketball. It's been pretty funny to look at and, and uh, it's good for a laugh every now and then. But seriously, as a starter in today's NBA, what does Dwight Powell actually offer this team and how in the world does he keep getting put into the starting lineup and even to the point where the... Uh, main guys on the team want Dwight Powell to start. I I'm still having trouble with it. I'm never going to know how it makes sense to put so much faith in a guy that doesn't really bring anything to your team. Now, <laughs> he did get 11 points. So some people were saying, well, he's, you know, getting you a decent amount of points. That's only because he's being spoon-fed by Luka Doncic in a lot of these games. The only reason Powell's going to offer Anything to you in that regard is because of how crazy good Luca is and the ability to find him in certain situations and put him in very easy, easy spots to make some of these baskets. It's just, I, I don't understand how it makes sense to do it. I, hopefully things will change, but it's hard to say that when we just didn't even see uh, very many centers played in this game, even with no Boban and KP. And before I get into that, I just had to say, I, I, I just don't understand what's going on with Dwight Powell. But, all right, moving back to the start, rest of the starters in this game, we did have a little bit better performance today from Dorian Finney-Smith on the offensive end and, and still giving you some decent rebounding. Dorian had 14 points, 8 rebounds, and 1 assist, won 5 of 11 from the field and 3 of 8 from the 3-point line in his 32 minutes, along with 2 steals. So, Dorian did have a little bit of a uh, better shooting uh, game tonight, but definitely not from the three-point line. Um, it's interesting to see what's happening right now with our three-point shooting early in this season when we look so good in the preseason. And when you look at this lineup, we should be a lot better uh, shooting the three-point ball. In this game, I believe we started 0 of 8 from the three-point line, and that's just not what you're looking for. Now, when the game was said and done, the Mavericks still ended up shooting 40% from the three-point line, which is great. It's just concerning when you look at our shooters to how they're not really um, having that rhythm early in these games. And um, it's hard to say that. It's hard to complain a whole lot about it considering we still are 3-1 and one after this first four games of the season. But you're just wanting to see a little bit more from some of these guys, especially with some of the shot making. And when you do have a guy like Reggie Bullock in the starting lineup today, he only gave us seven points and two rebounds, only going two of five from the three-point line and then hitting a free throw in his 29 minutes. Now, he was a plus 10 while out there on the court, which is kind of hilarious when you look at the plus-minus of our starters. Um, he was the only one with a positive plus-minus as... You know, his partner in the court back court back there was Tim Hardaway Jr., who only gave you six points, five rebounds, and three assists tonight, going two of eight from the field and one of four from the three-point line in his 31 minutes. So not a great night from Tim Hardaway Jr. Definitely was off with a lot of his shots tonight. And when you look at the starters top to bottom, Luca was a minus 19 in the plus-minus. 
Dorian was a minus six. Powell was a minus 15. Tim Hardaway Jr. was a minus 23. So he definitely wasn't helping a whole lot when he was on the court. And as I said, Reggie Bullock, the only one with a plus 10 on the plus minus. So good defensively still for him. Just needs to get a little bit more rhythm in his shot with our team for him to be more effective. And and the guy I kind of expect him to be and still some of Dorian Finney-Smith's minutes. So the starters obviously got off to a rough start in this game, falling down big. It was actually 25-5 to five, uh, just a couple minutes after the 23-3 to three start. So it took us a while to get the rhythm going. And we'll go into that and what the bench helped this Mavericks team do coming up next after the break. So, coming back from down 23 to 3, the Mavericks pushed through with a great performance from their bench and a very much shorthanded bench at that. As the Mavericks were down so many players and then just just decided not to play uh some others, which I'll get into here in a moment, but of course the guy who was the steadying hand for the Mavericks, who kept them in this game, who kept them connected early in the first quarter uh, when things seemed to be falling apart fairly quickly was Jalen Brunson. Brunson was a huge part of today's game. He made everything happen for this Mavericks team when they couldn't get anything going right. Brunson finished this game with 19 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists going 8 of 15 from the field and 3 of 6 from the three-point line in his 30 minutes and was a plus 21. Now, when I talk about this bench lineup, just kind of keep that in mind, the uh, the plus on the plus minus. It's a huge part of, of what happened for this team. But Jalen Brunson just, man, you couldn't have asked for a better performance from him in the first quarter when the Mavericks definitely needed it because this game could have just really got away from the Mavericks in that first quarter to a point where we just couldn't come back from. Our starters just weren't able to get any shots to fall and things were going downhill quickly. But Brunson came in, started making some shots, started creating for some of the rest of the guys and just doing everything right for this team. He couldn't make a mistake in that first quarter for the Mavericks and it kept us connected brought us all the way back to where it was just a 10-point deficit after the first quarter. And you couldn't ask much more than that from Brunson. I mean, his three-point shot was on. He was consistent. And just his hustle alone brought the Mavericks back into this game. Now, uh, uh, Brunson is not the only guy on the bench who had an outstanding game today to help this Maverick team get back in it. Maxi Kleba probably wins my game ball tonight, even though he didn't get as many points as some of the other guys. He played a heck of a game defensively, changing everything up that was being driven to the basket for the San Antonio Spurs. They couldn't get any separation from Maxi, and it was just so amazing to see what Maxi gave to the Mavericks off the bench today. Maxi finished with 12 points, 10 rebounds, and 2 assists going 4 of 8 from the field, and those were all 3-point shots. 4 of 8 from the 3-point line in 29 minutes, along with 6 blocks and 1 steal in the new game with a plus 22 for the Mavericks. I mean, Maxi was all over the place in this one. The Spurs have a lot of young talent and really athletic guys, but Maxi managed to move his feet really, really well in this game and just was uh, not making... 
anything easy on the Spurs when it came to driving to the basket and really just moving his feet as well as any big man could possibly hope to do in this league. He was sliding side to side and absolutely doing magical things for this Mavericks defense. And things just kind of escalated from there because Maxi just seemed to read everything that was happening and, and just made all the right plays to help this Maverick team um, stay connected in this game to the point where Luka took over in the second half for the Mavericks to pull away for the victory. And and between those two guys right there, you're talking about huge performances from Jalen Brunson and Maxi Kleba. But they all got help from another guy that I don't think is probably going to get enough credit for in this game. Um, but it actually changed a lot of things and had the highest plus minus of the game for the Mavericks. And that is Frank Natilakina. He had six points and four rebounds going two of four from the three-point line in just 13 minutes, but was a plus 24. He was active. You seen him all over the place in this game. It was even a point where Mark Falwell, announcer for the Mavericks, noticed it and was amazed how he was just seeing Frank all over the court. And I'll agree with that. It was amazing to watch him. Uh, flying around everywhere defensively and kind of changing things and mucking things up for the Spurs, making it tough for any pass and anything that they tried to do. So it was good to see Natalikina have a game like this for the Mavericks because we're just not really sure what to expect from him in a Maverick uniform. So it was really good to see him contribute on the defensive side and help change things up for this Maverick team. Now, the only other player that played in this game for the Mavericks, even as shorthanded as we were, was Willie Colley-Stein. Willie finished the game with four points and three rebounds with one assist, going two of four from the field in 13 minutes, and also was a plus 11. So he, he definitely helped this Maverick team in the limited minutes that he did play out there. He wasn't uh, flashy with anything that he did, but he still helped us out when we needed it, when Maxi needed some rest. And um, it was just interesting to see when you look at all of our starters except for Reggie Bullock were negative in the plus minus and every single player on the bench who played in this game was a plus. That's sometimes what you're going to have to have from this Maverick team, especially when KP is resting on some of these back-to-backs and some of these extended game periods that we have where there's several games within a short amount of time. You're going to need some help from the other guys and, and the Mavericks bench definitely helped pull this one out because... It would, as I said earlier, it would have been easy to kind of phone this one in and say, you know, they're a little shorthanded today. Things didn't go our way to start the game. And now we're just going to just kind of hang our heads and, and get ran out of the building. And that probably would have happened to us last year or the year before. But it's part of what they've said the culture change has been since Kid got here. They're just in the never give up mode. And I, I really enjoy seeing that from our Maverick team because this is a game that we usually lose. When we get down early like this to one of these type of teams, we generally don't come back and, and the game tra trends to get a little ugly for the Mavericks. But for them to do what they did tonight to come back against a Popovich coach team, which you always know is going to be a fairly good team, um, and, and still pull this victory out, I think speaks volumes for this Maverick team. Because with Boban out, I kind of expected 
the Mavericks to go to some of these other bigs like Moses Brown. And, and I would have liked to see Moses Brown in this game. Maybe he could have did some things early to help this Maverick team, especially against the length of Jakob Porter, who started off pretty good for them early in this game. But um, overall, just, just, just a great game for this Maverick team. A great win for them to get under their belts when they weren't playing good, when things weren't going right. Your defense can help still bring you back and win some games. And that's something that they definitely learned in this one. You don't always have to go crazy uh, scoring the basketball, but you can play great defense and keep your team connected and still pull some things out. So um, great, great win for this Maverick team. And, and when you look at them out-rebounding another team, 57 to 55, that just further pushes the thought process of effort for this team now. They are bought all in defensively, and they are doing everything they can to pull out some of these victories, even when they are not having the best shooting performance. And I expect that to come. That's what's kind of scary about this Maverick team right now is their defense is definitely playing good and playing together and still improving. But the offense has been lackluster and I think that will change. I think the shooting will get better and this Maverick team will improve as the season goes on. So a great start for the Mavericks early in this season. Now after four games, being 3-1, and one, taking the first game on a back-to-back -back tonight against San Antonio, now getting ready to face the Denver Nuggets on primetime TV on ESPN and, and show what they can do on the main stage after the uh, subpar performance against the uh, Atlanta Hawks. So a great win for this Maverick team to fight back the way they did. And uh, hopefully they can translate it, that into a victory tonight against the Denver Nuggets. So that's going to be it for today's episode, Mavs fans. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, follow, and share with your friends. And I hope you listen in next time, Mavs fans. Thanks a lot.